Hey everyone, my name is Andrew Nimsgren and welcome back to the season five primer for My Hero Academia. This is a Class 1A podcast, a weekly My Hero Academia podcast, and I am along with Dylan to give you all the information you need to know going into season five, including what to expect in the very first episode, as well as a couple of general thoughts and questions that we just kind of want to have in the back of your brain while going into season five. So there's a lot of things that are probably going to happen this upcoming season, and we want to make sure you're prepared for all of them. But Dylan, we are less than seven days away because it would have already been out at this point for like eight hours as of time recording next Saturday. Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's, we've been waiting for it for so long. We've been talking about this, I think, probably since like October of when they first started showing some of the, the early teasers, just being so incredibly excited for it. And man. It, the hype is the hype is real. I'm excited for it. I'm ready for it just to air it ready. Absolutely. And for those of you that don't know, it has just been me and Dylan for a while because we had our third co-host take off. He was uh, joining the military for a little bit, went through the basic game training and all that. But it down, does sound like James Graham will be joining us back for season, I mean, episode one, hopefully, but if not for a majority of the next upcoming season. So that'll be even more fun to get him back in the mix as well. But let's just kind of jump right into it and the first thing we want to give you is all of the information about how to watch it, where to watch it, all that kind of stuff, if you didn't know already. So per normal, uh, it's going to be on Hulu and then Funimation. It's always been on that. But this year will be on Crunchyroll's now, now that that's been uh, absorbed by Funimation. And that's going to come out in 1.30 PST. So for all of you in California, Nevada, like me and Dylan. But if you're on the East Coast, it's going to be about 4.30. So it's going to be early if you want to wake up and watch it right away. Otherwise, you can watch it in the morning. And then our episodes will be coming out at about 10 to 10.30 a.m. PST on the same day. Yeah, and if you don't have any of those subscription services, um, you know, maybe maybe if, if Funimation would have sponsored us, uh, maybe we could have shilled them out a little bit more. Um, but if you don't have any subscription services, you know, if you go to certain websites, you know, certain ones that are maybe called Nine Anime, and you watch it there, that might be fine too. I guess that's one way to get future sponsors. Just being despiteful. <laughs> but no. Um, yeah. So with that, just a kind of a refresher on where season four ended. So the big thing for you guys that don't remember is the last little arc we had. We wrapped up the school festival and we went into the pro hero arc where we did get the new official top 10. We saw Endeavors number one. We met Hawks. And then they ended up going down and fighting the first high end Nomu named Hood. So that's kind of where that fall. We had the very awesome moment where he's standing up. He won the fight. He defeated the high-end Nomu. But it did kind of open up a couple of questions that a lot of people want to do. And I guess a couple of other things is we haven't seen the League of Villains in a while. Um, we saw Dobby very, very briefly at the end of this talking with the Nomu. Outside of that, the League of Villains has not been seen for a while. And Deku, at the very last moment of the season, woke up in a sweat with the windows shattered. Is there any other like kind of little threads from season four that we should touch on? I know Bakugo and Todoroki are super close to getting their license. Um, but I think they have like one or more class they need to take at some point, which I'm sure will happen this season. But outside of that, is there anything else we need to follow up on? No, I think I think that's like the big major stuff that we left off on. Yeah. So with that, that does open up a couple of questions that we just kind of have or a couple of thoughts for season five to kind of keep in the back of your head that we don't necessarily have the answers for right now. But we're super, super curious about. And I think some of these are going to kind of go over with the YouTube video that we did a couple weeks ago. It's the top 10 things, like non-spoiler that um, we're looking forward to from the season 10. And the first one in that video is also the first one here. 
It's why is Shinzo showing up so much in the trailers? What he's going to do? We haven't seen Shinzo for a couple of seasons. We see him very heavily kind of promoted in a couple of the trailers in the battle between class 1A and class 1B. Maybe he joined class 1B already. Maybe it's something like that. We have no idea what's going on, but I'm excited to see him in there regardless, right? Yeah, I, I think I think like the easiest way to kind of explain it is probably someone might have been missing. I didn't count everyone in class one B, but um, I think it's probably either the the missing student and you know kind of acting as a fill in, or maybe he just joined class one B. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I mean it could be either of those options, and I think we're excited to find out. But I guess the other one that I guess still and I want you to kind of talk more about is, but there's been a lot of marketing around Deku and kind of that vision he had towards the end of the season. What do you think about that? Yeah, um, I don't know. It's 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 very hype uh, to say the least because they've been building up literally since the last episode of last season. They released that uh, teaser poster. Um, that was that was the poster that they kind of showed us, like um, uh, kind of the promise that like season five was coming out. It was like you know big crossed off like censored letter blank um, is unleashing. So I'm excited to see what it is because clearly they've been hyping it up for a really long time. Um, and do we want to like pull in like the like movie info as well? That's what I was just about to go on to next. And I think kind of what he's put together, if you've watched all the movies during the movie, when nine tried to take it, his whole thing was he could have nine different quirks. When he had one open slot, he went to try to take the quirk from Deku, but he said he could not take it because it would require too many slots. So that if Deku doesn't already have multiple quirks, he could develop additional quirks in the future. So Maybe he had a dormant quirk since birth that is going to come out. Maybe it's something to do with one for all. But what we do know is that it's more than likely going to have something to do with an additional quirk from Deku based off the movie, which is canon, not canon. It's always kind of weird, but I don't feel like they mentioned that for no reason. Yeah, the the, the classic dormant quirk theory that every fanfic uh, for My Hero has. I think it's kind of interesting. It would be really cool because, like, what if he just, like, manifested, like, what his mom had but like you know incredibly strong because like maybe uh because she uh she pulls things towards her right that's her ability yeah uh, she yeah, levitates like, small objects yeah like what if his manifestation of it because like some weird interaction with like uh one for all like it became like it? incredibly yeah incredibly strong so he could like and it, it feels like a um like a Mortal Kombat move or where like he like pulls someone towards them and then he punches them with like his very Oh, that'd be, that'd punch be actually kick. super cool. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's, I, I know I'm really hyped for it. Like to figure out, like it's a very mysterious thing and I'm, I'm ready to dive into it and figure out like uh, what's going on. And there's clearly going to be some sort of reveal at some point and I'm ready for it. No. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And then I guess the next one is just learning more about Hawks. I mean, we got him in the movie a little bit, and everyone seemed to think he's a very big deal. He's obviously number two hero. He's super young and all that, cool. but he, he's such a cool character and became a fan favorite very early on, but he did kind of give off a little bit of weird energy when talking to Hawk, I mean, Endeavor about all the Nomus, kind of learning more about what he was talking about with that of just Nomus kind of in hiding all across the country. So just continuing this Hawk storyline and just kind of remembering that Hawks pretty much teased that there are countless Nomus all over the country. And then a Nomu attacked right afterwards, kind of verifying that theory a little bit. And this one was smarter, stronger than ever. So kind of continuing to learn more about what's going on with Nomu, what these high-end Nomers are, and just getting more screen time with Hawks. Because I think everyone just wants more screen time with Hawks right now. 
Yeah. Do you think, uh, what do you think about a storyline with like Hawks, right? Uh, so imagine this it's like a like a like a buddy cop sort of like uh like storyline oh of him God, endeavor no. going around going around japan to like where all these sightings are and just like fighting high end after high end how cool would that be i'd have feelings about it like they've been doing a bunch of like spin-off things so, like just recently they just started doing like special team up mission books that is like you buy like shonen jumper and stuff like that for my hero and they're just like random like actual missions that are canon but like they don't show up anywhere like I think it'd be good in, like that one. Like I'd read like a short novel about those two doing it, but I don't know how about a husky that on screen. But that would be kind of funny. That's a good idea nonetheless. But um, I guess Dylan, where's the League of Villains? Uh, I our don't main know. villains have not shown up outside of Dobby at the very end, and then when Shigaraki kind of had a little bit of infringement with the Shihasaki, and then taking the bullets from um. Overall, that's all we've seen of them. Yeah, so the the two things that we know about the League of Villains is when we last saw them, they took the bullets, they disappeared, and then there's reports of Nomu all over Japan. I don't know. That's like really, really scary thought, um, especially since I think we're getting to the point of like, the League of Villains is like punished at this point, right? They've like lost members. They've 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 lost like life and limb, literally life and limb. Um, and I'm really afraid that they're going to come back with like a vengeance because at the beginning of my hero, I think very purposely they were like kind of like comic villains, like very like they were kind of funny. Shigaraki was like over the top and like talking about like video game references and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think at this point it's like more dark and gritty. Like they've seen like oh like this is this is like what fighting against heroes is really like. And I feel like they're um, they're gonna be coming with like a vengeance. I'm like kind of afraid uh, for this, to see how that manifests. It feels about time for them to get a power up, and I think the bullets could be part of that. These high and Nomu could be part of that. But Deku's at 20 percent, something like that. He has the air blast. Bakugo seems to kind of be turning a corner. That not only being skillful, but kind of being a little bit more down to earth. Todoroki. I mean, Kaminari, I mean, Kirishima even got a big power-up last season, seeing how much stronger he is. Um, Tokiyami was working with Hawk, so I'm assuming he's more powerful at this point. I mean, you see everyone in Class 1A getting more powerful. We get introduced to a ton of new characters in the Top 10 episode that we've never seen before, all assuming they're super, super strong, because we had Kami Woods up there as kind of the one person that we knew outside of Endeavor, and he was like five. So there's people stronger and weaker than him, but all in that same power category. So it feels like even with the loss of All Might, that the heroes have kind of gotten a bolstering on their side, that the students are getting stronger and all that. But outside of the high end, um, we haven't really seen much of that from the actual League of Villains members. Season four only really kind of spelled disaster for them instead of any kind of success. So I agree that it will be intimidating to seeing when they come back and I hope they're a big part of the season because I, I loved Shihaski, but you definitely kind of see the setting up of Deku and Shigaraki kind of having that big showdown at some point, and I'd like to see that kind of get moving. Yeah. What other questions do we have this season? I mean, there's a whole bunch of things. I mean, obviously, just overall excited to see all of Class 1 Beats quirks and seeing Class 1A fight again because we didn't get to see a lot of people last season, too. That's just another one that... It's not necessarily a question going into the season, but just something I'm excited to see is a ton of new quirks or kind of levels up of quirks that we haven't seen in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think 
it, it's gonna be interesting because we didn't spend a lot of time um with class b but we might get the same kind of like power jump right um as as uh, class 1a like relatively they should be kind of close together in terms of power level so wondering how they kind of balance that out if maybe just inherently class b has some like pretty strong abilities that can go against class a or or what they're going to do there i think they almost have to considering i think most people agree that class 1a has probably the top three heroes in like a 20 years the top three heroes are in class 1a right now with todoroki bakugou and deku so they're either going to have to be really good teamwork over there or they're coming up with strategies specifically to tackle these super strong members or something kind of like that. But I mean, because we know how strong three of them are, and I'm assuming they'll split them up just to make it a little more interesting. But I'm very excited to hear about that. But I kind of feel like that's a good point to kind of transfer over and talk about what we're expecting in episode one. So before we started recording today, or even before today, like yesterday, we're like, oh, great. So like, we just hope that episode one is not going to be a recap. Like, let's just jump straight into it because every other season of My Hero, the first one's been an anime original episode that's all filler and a recap. Well, that did get confirmed that on March 27th, the very first episode, so a week from today, will be titled Episode Zero instead of Episode One, which means a couple of things. And Dylan, you pointed this out to me that since it's going to be called Episode Zero, that there's still going to be 25 manga-like related chapters throughout the season. So there'll be 25 so we get 26 real episodes this season, which is nice. But also, what reading about it when they're calling it episode zero is, yes, it's going to be filler and a little bit of a recap, but they're also going to be introducing the third My Hero movie and kind of maybe not introducing everything that's going to happen, but at least giving an idea of what it's kind of tying into, similar to the one filler episode where they did like the bank robbery uh, example in season two or three when they teased that movie. So... I'm excited to see that, and I think I'd rather them do that at the beginning of the season with the filler than having a recap episode and then a movie episode in the middle of the season, right? Yeah, I, I agree with that format, especially since like we're already inherently delayed in when we get to see the movie because it comes out in Japanese theaters, and then it takes forever for us to actually get the watchable thing. So continuity-wise, like we don't get it when we when we need to. So it just makes sense. Just throw it at the beginning. Give us, like, plant the seeds that it's coming. Um, and then just leave it at that. Um, I, I really like it. I, I'm glad it's not taking up an extra slot. I'm glad we're getting some sort of new stuff in it. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm overall happier than what it could have been. I think it's the best case scenario for a filler episode. Just a 22-minute recap episode with a little bit of a baby plot in there about some photographer I think this is going to be a little bit better. Be at least we get teasing for the movie and get a little bit of hyped about that. And you get to see that and maybe with it having some tied in movies, it might have a little bit more quirk action or something like that than just a plain recap episode. So we'll see, but I think this is the best case scenario. But with that, that means that episode one officially is going to be coming on April 3rd. So it's going to be about 14 days away from day of recording. Uh, this is what March 20th. So we had about 14 days before, but Still incredibly hyped for episode zero. I'm very curious to see what the third movie is because I don't think Horikoshi originally planned on doing, because I think we've talked about this before, that the second movie, The Heroes Rising, was originally going to kind of be a ending to the series. It was going to feature more yeah. Shigaraki and stuff like that. So he never planned on doing a third movie, and he's expanded the series way past that. So I'm curious to see what ideas he has for that, and hopefully it continues the trend of movies getting better, but... 
once we see episode zero, I'm sure we'll talk about that plenty next week and kind of what our thoughts about that movie is going to be. And we will have lots of thoughts about any My Hero movie. Yes, you guys always do. But I guess with that, the one last thing I want to talk about is just kind of what season five is going to look like for us as a podcast. Obviously, now that season five is about to start, we're going to be going back to a our weekly episodes being all about the episodes that come out each Saturday. So it's going to be a similar um, re, uh, format to season four if you're here, but if you weren't, let me break it all down to you. So we're come in, we'll do the random, hi, my name is Andrew, this is Dylan, blah, 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 all the fun introduction stuff and the memeing around about that. And then we're going to go into about a three minute-ish recap of the episode. I'm just going to kind of talk through some of the big points and then me and Dylan are going to give, and me, Dylan and James, whoever's on the episode, is going to give our general thoughts about the episode, if we liked it, what we didn't like, anything kind of like that. And then from there, we're going to kind of go to a little bit more of a formatted one where we're going to talk about some big points going on there. So if there's a really big fight, we'll talk about that little section there. And then we'll go on to the next topic and next topic. So be a little bit more topic-based, unlike our normal conversations that are just wherever the hell we want to go. So we're yeah, we're just of... blasting stuff out. Yeah, so it'll be a little bit more structured, which is new for us. So we hope that it just makes it a little bit easier and we'll do timestamps such as that to kind of jump to things that you really want to talk about. Or if you want to jump back to it, like, oh, great. They talked about this fight scene here and you can go through that. And then from there, we're going to pick back up with our plus ultra reward and actually track it this time. So what our plus ultra reward is, is that each time all the hosts on the episode are going to choose a character that went plus ultra, which can mean they did something really cool. They really emphasize character growth or they're just their character to the max rather than doing something dumb, funny, whatever we want to be. We get to pick our own reasonings, give a short reasoning, and then each host will have their own plus ultra for that episode. And then we're going to track that and then kind of treat it almost like a popularity poll as we'll give updates every so often of who's in the lead, who's got the most. And then at the end of the season, there'll be one final plus ultra winner that got the most throughout the season between all hosts. And then after that, we'll kind of do any last feedback, I mean, or just general announcements, things like that to wrap up the episode and then see you guys next Saturday. So Dylan, anything you want to add to the format or anything you want to talk yeah. about for this? Yeah, I think this season is going to be pretty exciting because folks are going to be able to listen or watch us um, in more places. So uh, for all the podcast listeners out there, we're on all the same podcast platforms, Spotify, iTunes, you know, Google Play, all those really awesome things. Um, but we're also going to be on YouTube as well. So if you want to see our wonderful faces, if you're not already watching um, us on YouTube, we're also going to be at youtube.com slash class 1A. Absolutely. And then I think we've mentioned a little bit, um, we are going to continue on with vigilantes. So that will be every bi-weekly. Dylan will be tackling that and that will be going on this main feed here as we've already gone through so far through the series. And for those of you that have been listening along with that, we want to make sure you're still able to get that on the podcast feed. That is also be going on YouTube. And alongside with that, I am continuing to do my manga recap weekly for the current chapters, which will be on YouTube exclusively as well. So we're going to have those three pieces of content coming up pretty consistently. And then throughout the season, we're going to have other ideas. We're going to want to talk about other things. So we may have other episodes jumping up here and there. We'll always make sure to kind of put that out in advance. And if you guys want to put in questions or anything like that, we're going to give you more options than ever. And really, when it comes to that, we are going to try to record an episode at the same exact time. So normally our restart time is 9 a.m. on Saturday. So if you wanted to wake up at 1.30 in the morning watching and sending questions, anything like that, We'll be trying to work in questions, fan interaction, and all that more than ever. So as the season comes out, we're going to give you those options. Make sure to follow us on twitter.com slash class1apod. 
We'll break it all down there ever. But we want to hear from you, our listeners, more than ever going this season, your thoughts, your favorite moments. Even if we can try to do some kind of monthly fan census on who they believe that month's plus ultra recipient is. We're still trying to find as many ways to get your input as all, in as many places as possible. So if you have ideas for that, we'd love to hear those as well. You can also send that to contact at poppedoff.com um, and we'll take anything, ideas, suggestions, whatever you guys want to hear there as well. But Dylan, do you have every anything left for us for the season five of the actual anime? Anything else you want to talk about today? No, I would say just get hyped. Just yeah. get hyped. I don't think there's a better way to end the episode. So thank you all that listened. I hope you're excited for season five as we are. We're going to have a very fun time talking through it with everyone and all the other content we're going to create over the next couple of months. So I guess until next time, we'll see you for episode zero of My Hero Academia season five.